Hello and welcome to Journeys in Grace. My name is Pastor Eric Hubbard. I want to welcome you to this recording today as we turn more into and study more about healing. And today we're going to focus on healing as an attitude for better. And I believe our attitude has a great determination in where we are in life, where we are and where we will arrive. Because whatever we're thinking today is going to determine our, our destination. It's going to determine where we're going to be uh, next week, next year, 10 years from now. It's our thinking. And to quote one of my favorite preachers, if you believe right, you will live right. And if you will live right, you'll get right. You'll get the things. And what I mean by get right is you'll get the things that are right and which God has determined for us. He's put out from eternity. He said, I know the thoughts that, are, that uh, I have for you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. Thoughts of plenty. And God has designed for us to have success. But it's up to us to allow the word of God, which I'm uh, going to consistently and 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 forever as God has given me strength to speak on this is that we stay with the word for our attitude which comes from what we take in because as we, the words used to be back in the 80s and 90s when, we were, when computers were first introduced to the masses is the phrase was garbage in garbage out in other words whatever you put into that computer if you put garbage in, into it, you put bad data in, you're going to get bad results out of it. Because if you put errors in, you're going to get error. You can't get right out of wrong. But you have to put in accuracy, correctness. And that's what God is asking us to do. And what he's compelling us to do is to go through his word. We, If we allow the word to, and if we, as Romans uh, 12 and 1 and 2 says, be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I believe it's in God's will that we be healed, that we be whole, that we be well. And for order for us to get there, in order for us to get to that good and acceptable and perfect will, we have to take the word of God in and learn. For as a book of Habakkuk said, my people perish for lack of lack of knowledge. We're destroyed. And so many people, they, they don't, and so many of us, we don't regard words. For words have power. They have power. All throughout the Bible, you will see men speaking words. God started in Genesis when he began to speak on, and he began to call out the world out of creation and to form man. He spoke into man. He breathed into him. And I believe he believed words. I believe he breathed the words in him. But before he created man, he called out of nothingness. He called out of the spirit. He called in the earth. He called in the living creatures. He called in the birds. He called in and, and, and separate the waters from uh, the dry land. All these things were done by words. But his word, his word, that when we take that word in, we'll find ourselves in a better place and in a better position. Because as Isaiah said, whose report, Isaiah 53, whose report shall you believe? Will you believe what's written? Or will you believe what's on the six o'clock news, what's on the seven o'clock news? Because if that's all you're going to ingest, if that's all you're going to believe, and then go and try to compare what the Bible says to what the newsman says, then because the newsman is only going by what he sees. 
He may be pre, he may be speaking or, or, or giving back to you what he sees. He may be seeing and stating fact. But I tell you, truth will triumph over facts. Truth will triumph over facts. Because if you go to the scripture, if you saw Jesus, as I said, gave you this example, example before, if you didn't know Jesus and you just came into Jerusalem on the day that he was crucified and you saw him hanging there between two, two thieves, you was, many would say, oh, what a, what, a, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a waste. This man wasted his life. Here he is, beat worse than any man ever. The Bible said if you looked on him he didn't, and you beheld his visage, his face and all of his features, his back being stripped of skin, his beard pulled out of his face, the crown of thorns rammed down on his head, blood uh, uh, flowing out of him. The Bible said he didn't even look like a man. If you saw him on that day, the faith was uh, the, the 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 facts would say, this man has lost. And if somebody would say, "Oh, he got many followers," and you would look around, and most of his followers would be gone, or just the women who who loved him, his mother who was there, and he sent his mother away. He sent her away with John and said, "Take your mother, take, take John. She's your mother now. You take care of her." But what I'm saying to you today is. We must have the attitude for better. And if you saw Christ that day, you said, nah, he couldn't have been the son of God because the son of God wouldn't die like this. But we got and we know the rest of the story. The rest of the story says three days later, he rose again and he reigns triumphant today as Lord and as king. And the day is coming and soon will be. When every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So going back to what we, our focus today is going to be is about healing and, and the attitude for better. We have to have the attitude, not only desire better, but to get that attitude and to get that attitude and have the attitude, we got to have that on the inside man. We have to be careful what we hear, what we take in what we receive as believers. And if you are new to the faith or you're standing on the outside that you know what, uh, and you just happen to stumble upon this broadcast, this broadcast is all about the grace of God and what he has left for us and what he has had this inheritance that he has left for the believer. And we, if we would but only believe, if we would but only believe, it doesn't take a mountain of faith. Jesus said, if we have faith as a grain of mustard seed, we can speak to the mountain and it will be removed and be cast into the sea. But the issue is not our faith. It's the unbelief that we have because we've taken in so much of what the world says. We've taken in so much of and, and comparing the word to what the world says and we've become conformed. Again, going back to Romans 12. One and two, we become conformed and we fit in and say, oh, it's my age. I reached a certain age, so now I should feel this way. My health just starts failing. My eyesight, my, my strength, my, 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 everything about me is shutting down, preparing for death. But that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He didn't say that you would have life until... Well, when you get uh, uh, 50, when you get 40, 
Well, you're 40 now. You go, you hit it down here. Oh, you're 50 now. Ah, uh, you can see old man death coming. Oh, you're 70. Oh, you, bro, you ain't got that many days left now. But that's what how the world conforms. But for us as believers, as we move from faith to faith, higher and higher, we will come to a place to where we should have more at the end than we had from the beginning. And when our days are done, we can look out and say like Paul, I finished my course. I've kept the faith. And I know now there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. But he finished. And that's what God wants us to be finishers. And to get to be a finisher, a person who comes to the end of their life. And it may, it may it does not mean that you will do everything perfectly. It doesn't mean that uh, uh, everything in life you, you desired you accomplished. But it means that I stayed in the faith. Yes, I might have stumbled. Yes, I may have failed. Yes, I uh, 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 may have come up short in, in, in areas. But the, pro but the point that I'm making today is, Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll not forsake you. I'll be with you until the end. Always there. Never means never. I mean, he's always there watching over you, encouraging you, carrying you, promoting you, saying, come on, you can do this. And as I've heard it said before, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll repeat it, God is the best GPS that you will ever, that the world and the universe has ever known. If you get off course, he can bring you back on course. He can, re, he can recalculate. We make our errors, we make our mistakes, and many times we'll go in the corner and sit down. Oh, my health is failing me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Keep believing. Keep standing on his word. God's never short as concerning his, his arm is not too short that he can't heal you. His ear is not too heavy that he can't heal you, heal you. He's still there and he's still God. And there's still power in the word of God. So let's go to the word now. Let's go to uh, um, the book of Proverbs, verse 23, as we begin this lesson today. Proverbs 23, uh, 7 says, for as he thinketh in his heart, he's talking about man. For as a man, let me put my word, but as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So how do we get our thoughts? We get it from what we take in, for what we concentrate on, for what we focus on, for where our focus is. That's where we are going to be. That's why we have to lift our eyes and say, okay, Lord, what are you saying? When we hear that bad, that bad report, or we hear whatever report, many times the report don't have to be bad. We just anticipate what the, what the doctor's going to say. We anticipate what the report's going to be. Oh, I didn't get this job. You know, I never, I never do get the job. I never will get the one that I want. I always have to settle. You know, I never get a good report from the doctor. Every time I go, something's wrong. That attitude of failure, that attitude of defeat, when we miss a thing, when we miss the mark, when our health is not where we particularly want it to be, we can thank God. So God, thank you that my health is good as it is. Thank you, Lord. Although I may not feel like I want to feel today, Thank you, God. I feel as good as I do. I still have my faculty. I still can walk and talk and, 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 and see and feel God. There are some, the Bible says, be thankful in all things. And in all things, give thanks. He didn't say be thankful for all things. He said in all things. If we learn to be thankful, have that thankful attitude, knowing that God is with me in all things, it may not feel good, it may not be good to me, 
But at the end of this, it's going to be good for me. So as we move on now and, 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 and just realize that as I think in my heart, if I see myself sick, if I see myself defeated, if I see myself, uh, 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 whatever disease that comes out, it, it, it comes, oh, every time, it comes, every time the winter comes, I catch a cold. Every time, you know, uh, this happens, I, I get this. I get that. No, the devil is a liar. We have to say, learn to say within yourself, I am the righteousness of God. I am the healed of God. I am the blessed of God. Because this is what God said about us. And if we believe what he said, and if we can say it within our heart and meditate on it, don't just say it, own it. Find the scripture, read it, get it into your heart and meditate on it. You don't have to know every scripture in the book, in the Bible, but you do have to know and you do need to get a scripture concerning what concerns you. If it's your help, find scriptures on help. If it's your uh, finances, find uh, scriptures on what God said about finances. If it's about your relationship, find scriptures on marriage, find scriptures on family, find scriptures on children. All of these things, God has a word for. But we have to learn to go to God first. Doesn't mean that you don't go to the doctor. Yes, go. Get your checkup. Do the things that God has commanded us to do first. Trust him. Trust him. He said, all you're getting, get an understanding. He said, wisdom is the principal thing. Get the wisdom of God. Proverbs 4. Get the wisdom of God about your situation. So, Lord, what should I do? I'm trusting in you, Lord. And the decisions that I make, I'm going to follow your peace. And, and, and where your peace leads, I'll go. Because I trust, Lord, that you are with me. And if you if, if it's leading you to surgery, go with the peace that God, everything is all right. God, everything is, I'm, I'm well, Lord. I see myself going on vacation. I see myself enjoying my children. I see myself uh, enjoying my husband or enjoying my wife. I see myself with my family. I see myself working again, God. I can imagine, I can see it, Father. Feeling better than I feel today. So we move on down to, uh, let's go down to the book of James, verse number one. James one and verse number five. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That give, it liberal, that give it to all men liberally, freely, and upbraid is not. And it shall be given him. So what James is now setting up is that when we have a question, when you lack wisdom about a thing, and I'm talking about health, today we're talking about health, when you uh, uh, need direction, God, what should I do? He said, ask God. God will give you what to do. He'll give you the actions to take. Follow the peace of God. Let the peace of God rule and reign in your heart. This is a word for someone today. You are worried about diagnosis. You're worried about uh, uh, if it's not your health, it's your spouse's health, your child's health, it's your parents' health. And you have to make a decision. Follow the peace of God. Follow the peace of God. But he said in James 1, 6, he says, but let him, let him or her act in faith. When we act in faith, that means we, uh, uh, I would suggest you build yourself up. Get in the word. Get into praise. Get into worship. 
and 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 build yourself up, build yourself up in the in, in your faith. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17, and hearing by the word of God. But he said, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. When you're wavering, it means you wobble. When you're walking, you wobble. You're going from side to side. You know, when you, you know you, you, you're unstable. For he said, for he that wavers is like a wind of the sea, driven like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. You're unstable. You're not, you, you're not, you, you don't, don't have a, a, a solid foundation. For he said in the seventh verse, he said, for let not that man think that he should receive anything of the Lord. For God doesn't, he can't, he can't, how can he bless you? Today you're up, tomorrow you're down. Today I'm going to do it this way. Tomorrow I'm going to do it that way. Because you don't have faith. You are not solid in your faith. You are, you, you, it, uh, unbelief has, a, has, has, has overwhelmed your faith. But get back in the world. Build yourself up. And then make your decisions. Get into pray. Get into worship. Get into uh, a fellowship with God. And let him talk to you. He says, but let him, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. But for let not that man think that he should receive anything of the Lord. Why? Because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. God said, you are unstable. He said, I can't, I can't bless you because you don't know and you are unstable in your decision, in your faith, in your believing. You're unstable. But be steadfast, the Bible says. Unmovable. Get into a place to say, God, I'm going to trust you by faith. I'm going to trust my peace, God. And if I'm going wrong, God, I trust you that you're going to correct me. But I'm not going to be in this place tomorrow. I've got to make a decision. I'm going to pray about it, God. And wherever my faith takes me, that's where I'm going. And I trust the Lord. If I make a wrong decision, you'll be that voice behind me saying, turn to the left or turn to the right. But Lord, I'm moving out of this place. Praise God. For, for whatever we think or worry or meditate on determines our destination. And I wrote down this sentence in my notes that says, change what you intake will change what you produce. For your right believing will produce right living. It's repeating what I said earlier. Right believing. If you get into the word, it will produce right thinking. It will produce right believing. And if you get right believing, it will produce right living. You will live right if you believe right. You will get right. And we used to say in the in the Pentecostal church, you'll get right, but you first got to believe right. So many of us, our beliefs are that God is punishing us. Our belief is that God's against us. God, God's punishing me for something I did in a, in, a, in, a, in a past phase in my life. But God is for you, not against you. So let's go now to Philippians, the fourth chapter. And as we wind up today, Philippians 4 and 4. This is Paul speaking. And remember, in, in Philippians, Paul was in jail. He was in prison when he wrote one of the most joyous books of, of his uh, 13 epistles that he wrote. And Ephesians, I'm, I'm sorry, Philippians 4 and 4 says, Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. 
He didn't qualify by saying, when things are good, rejoice. When you get your pay raise, rejoice. When you're on your honeymoon, rejoice. When you you you, you got your you got fat pockets and money is rolling out of your uh out of your uh, wallet or your purse, rejoice. He didn't say none of that. He said, when you're broke, Paul said, I learned to abase, be to be a base and abound. When I'm up, I can praise him. When I'm down, I'm praising. I can praise him. When I'm when I'm feeling good, I can praise him. When I'm not, when I'm bound in jail, when I'm free, wherever I am, whatever situation I found myself in, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. He said, and again, he repeated it. He said, just in case you don't believe I said what I said, rejoice in the Lord. He said, for let your moderation be known to all men. What? That the Lord is at hand. He said, live a life that when men can, can, can see that you are a man of moderation, you understand how to possess your vessel and, and that your attitude, your attitude, what we're talking about today, your attitude, when people see your attitude. See, we all can notice a person with a bad attitude. They're honorary. They're hard to get along with. You know, uh, uh, and, and science has talked about people with bad attitudes, with negative attitudes, always down, never up, never positive, always looking for the worst part of anything. There are people that's called, uh, they describe some that say they're, they're the half full people and the half empty people. The negative people see a glass half full, say, oh, Man, that thing's half empty. But somebody with a positive attitude said, you know what? Praise God for a half full, half full glass. Just a little bit more and I have, I have a whole glass. But we must have a positive attitude. And not only that, but a right attitude. And it goes on to say, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request may be known unto God. And that's a mouthful in that sixth verse. He says, be careful. He said, don't, don't take cares. Don't take on the cares of your health. Don't take on the cares of your well-being. Jesus said, don't be concerned about what you'll eat or what you, where, where, you, where you're going to sleep or what you're going to put on. He said, don't let these cares be upon you for your father knows what you have need of. When we make our requests, we will make them in faith. He said, don't be careful. Don't be full of the cares of this life. Put it in God's hand. Say, Father, you promised me, and I trust you, and I'm giving this to you, Lord. I'm going to praise you, I'm going to glorify you, and I'm going to sleep. But he said, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, he said, then make your let your request may be known unto God. Many times we come begging God, what the, I'm going to tell you what the doctor said. Like God that wasn't there when you were uh, when the doctor gave you that prognosis. He was right there. But what we should do is say, Doc, I hear you. I'm gonna pray about what you said, but I believe all is well. All is well. Praise God, all is well. And then in the seventh verse, he says, and the peace of God. I go back to what we where we started earlier. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. No matter what you hear, no matter what's on the news, on the, on the radio, on the internet, no matter what you read on Facebook, he said, the peace of God which passes all understanding. How do you get that peace? By trusting and meditating in his word. By believing what he says. And where God says, no weapon shall form, that form against you shall prosper. 
every tongue that rises up against you, you shall condemn. I take that scripture and I meditate on it and see myself rising up, see myself walking, talking, doing those things I desire to do, driving, whatever you can't do, trust, see yourself doing it. Whatever you've been diagnosed with, see yourself without it because God is a prayer answering God. He will not fail. You will not be made ashamed by putting your faith in God. And somebody say, well, preacher, I know grandma believed and she died. She died early. Mama died. Daddy died. I guarantee you, if you could talk to them today and they died in faith. Today, they're waiting patiently for you to come to be with them. Not that they want you to die early and leave your kids. And you know what? Anytime uh, things don't happen or we see people leave here on the earth, leave, leave earth early. It wasn't God's failure. Somewhere they missed the mark. Somewhere. Or some of them may have desired to go on. But it was not a failure of God. God has never, he's heard every prayer. Every, everything that we put before him, God, he not only he heard it, he answered it. But it's up to us to receive it by faith. And he goes on to say, finally, brethren, this is what you do and have a good, to have a good attitude. He said, think on these things, whatever's true, whatever's honest, whatever's just, whatever's pure. How can you find any of this on the news today? I'm not saying don't listen to the news, but don't overflow your mind with all of the sewage, all of the stuff that we see on TV and we see on, here on the news and all of the stuff that's attacking our mind. And we're wondering, how am I going to make it? You'll make it by faith. You'll make it by trusting him. You'll make it by believing in the word that he's given you. Somebody said, give me a word. That's 66 books of, of a word that you could just take a verse and rest on it. Believe in it. Meditate on it. And let God be your deliverer. So, so, so the writer goes on to say, he says, whatever things are just, which are pure, whatever things are lovely, things that are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, he says what? Think on these things. He said, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Paul said, you saw me do these. You saw me trust in God. You saw me when I was, I came and I had been beaten. I had been whipped with, with, with rods and beaten with straps. You saw me in all of these things. You heard of my affliction shipwrecked, beaten, but I kept praising and giving God glory. He said, these things which you've heard and seen me do and you learned, he said, you do likewise. And you will have a blessed hope and a blessed revelation who God is. And your attitude will determine your altitude. You'll rise up in God with the right attitude. So as we go on now and we getting ready to close out today, I just want to tell you, build yourself up on what God has said about you. Think about the, 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 the Bible characters in the, in the, that we know of who, who had great success in the scripture. If we read about David in 1 Samuel, how that David told Goliath. Goliath came out breathing threats and telling him all the things that he was going to do. But, David, uh, but Goliath didn't know that he already was a dead man. Here he is a giant... Uh, History says he was nine feet tall. If you go by the uh, description of his of his length and height, 
nine feet tall. And here this young boy telling him, David said, you come out to me with a sword and spear, with a shield. He said, but I'm coming in the name of the Lord. You have to speak to cancer. You have to speak to diabetes. You have to speak to every, any disease. If it's got a name, the Bible said, every knee shall bow. Any disease you can think of must bow to the name of Jesus. But David said, I come in the name of the Lord and God's going to deliver you into my hand. He said, I'm going to kill you and take your head. And I will give your carcass. I'm going to give your body and all the Philistines that are with you to the fowls of the air. This, how, this is how we have to speak to the enemy and speak to sickness and speak to disease and speak to hurt and speak to brokenness and speak to it by faith saying, I trust God. When we do these things, we'll see the mighty hand of God move as we've never seen before. Father, I thank you for those who hear us today. We thank you that miracles, signs, and wonders of oh God are, are just manifesting in their life. Lord God, that they will trust you and will study the scripture, Lord, and meditate on it and see you as the light of life that we will shine as the noonday sun on them and men will see their good works and glorify God in heaven. What a great day this is, Lord. No matter where we are, what we're going through, I know by faith that you hear our prayer and we pray for any of those who are not saved as they call upon you, oh God, either during or after this broadcast, that you hear them and you reward them with eternal life. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us and joining for uh, Journeys in Grace today. Until we meet again, be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.